Oh, hello there, boys, girls, and in-betweeners. Welcome to yet another episode of the Pointless Podcast. My name is Kevin Pereira, and today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Just give me a second. Slow down. Squarespace. I want to talk about them. Super fast. They're the easiest way to create a beautiful website, blog, online store, whatever you want. You want to put it on the cloud? You want to put it on the internet machine? Do it. With Squarespace, they've got an elegant interface, beautiful templates, incredible 24-7 customer support. Just try them out. It's free. It's super easy. Go to squarespace.com. But I'm telling you, you're going to want the service. And when you do end up getting the service, enter the offer code POINTLESS at checkout, and you'll get 10% off. Again, that code is POINTLESS. Plug it in, get 10% off, and go make the interweb destination of your dreams with Squarespace. Build it beautiful. Speaking of beautiful, mm, that's a professional transition. My beautiful guest today, inside and out, Miss Milana Vaintrub is here. You guys know Milana. Of course you know Milana. You might not know that you know Milana, but I guarantee that you know Milana. Look, a lot of people know that she plays Lily Adams, which is the name of the character in the AT&T television commercials. But she's way more than that. She's in the Yahoo screen series right now called uh, Other Space. She was in Real Housewives of Horror playing a very sexy devil. Uh, one of my favorite episodes, actually. Uh, she comes back and there are uh, ghost babies that are fired out of vaginas to take her down. If you haven't seen Real Housewives of Horror, by the way, you should really give it a watch. Because it's fucking bizarre. I can't believe we were allowed to make it. But she was great in that. And she is great on this podcast. I have met Mil- uh, Milana a handful of times. And... I never had the chance to sit down and, and, and deep dive on anything with her. So it was great to get to know her. And her energy was immediately infectious to everyone around. There's just no escaping that. And I think you'll feel it uh, the moment this episode kicks off. So uh, I, I hope it's half as enjoyable as it was for me. And if not, well, then this one's completely for me. So get bent. Here's the Pointless Podcast with Milana Vaindrob. This podcast should be America. 110%. Fucking blood red America. NDAA. Everybody slaying vagina. Cyborg Jesus. Jesus America. Oh, someone on the internet is masturbating to that. You know, like the visual. Because it's like phallic. You know, it's like. You guys all have dirty mind do you think you actually take it home kevin do you think you really have to explain to me how people on the internet masturbate (laughs) (laughs) to anything to any like to any like you don't have to explain how or why and it doesn't have to be remotely (laughs) phallic at all you're right you could have been passed out it'd have been fine i could have been just like here praying yeah oh for sure you could have been like nursing a cat back from health (laughs) and someone is still thrusting their body pillow that they've sewn of you and they're they're probably make it meow make it meow (laughs) give it that nip nip from a bottle yeah (laughs) it doesn't you could be doing anything there's a subreddit for popping videos it's my favorite thing to play for alex like infected cysts or giant oh, pimples, oh, oh. and you watch it shoot out like string cheese from a cannon. That is oddly satisfying. That's what I mean. Someone right now is like, oh, yeah, that's a gusher. Let's get it. Yeah, I get uh, that. I get that. I get that. But you know do what? Do you get it? Like on a sexual level. I get why everything I do is sexy. Yes. Is that your question? 
Pretty much. <laughs> and could you stop it? Could you stop <laughs> Can it? Can you tone it down? We're because trying to work. I can't think right now, I Milana. hit this. Does that... Huh? No, that totally helps things. That really helps things. That's great. It's now the San Andreas cam. Um, and it's also good if you could attack the microphone during the discussion. It's, yeah. Should we yeah. sound like we're having a fight? No, stop it. 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 Pay attention. Stop it. Stop it. Right now, someone with headphones is bleeding out of their nose, but they're still going to finish. Yep, they're going to jizz to that. They're Let me love ask that. you about this because uh, there's Ugh, so much to talk to you about. I just the worst visual Go on. Ugh, of someone using their nose blood as like lubricant mm, on. Mm-hmm. Oh, gross. That's, that's the fight club. This is what I have to live with. These images just pop up in my head. Are you an overly sexual person? Or are you just no, into no, ridiculously no, just, weird shit? I think I'm a very dark person i think the the dark images sexually you mean yeah i'd like to have sex in the dark <laughs> and um <laughs> but i i do have like you know these t- twisted thoughts pop in like anyone i just i guess talk about them sure i mean you say like anyone i don't know the percentage of society that would go from nosebleed to sex lubricant i bet that is a leap to make you're right. I'm sorry. I should leave. This you shouldn't. No. Terrible. You probably should. Thank you for being here. Do you want to tell people where they can find you on Twitter? <laughs> so we can edit it out so no one is exposed to your brand of disgusting? Here's what I want to ask you, sincerely. Uh-huh. Because there are no short... Like, if you put in your name into an internet search engine, you press spacebar, it's going to suggest some things. And some of them yeah. involve dark sex. And by that, I mean sex with a group of dark people. Now, do you realize that the internet is sexualizing every moment of your life? Have you realized that? Yeah. And yeah. I, but you know what? I don't, I try to, I, I mean, it's not that even I try, but I am aware to not post like sexy, like it, there isn't a photo of me in a bathing suit, even though I wear a bathing suit pretty regularly in the summer. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't share that because like a photo of me in a t-shirt is just like, ugh, you know, <laughs> so I don't, I don't want to give them is that anything why, else. Is that why you're in parkas and a welder's mask at the <laughs> beach? <laughs> <laughs> No, because that's the what I was. Beard. But yeah. this is what I really wanted to, to get to, honestly, and I'm, I wasn't expecting it that quick because I wanted to know: does it affect your everyday life? Where you think, like Bria, will not post certain photos if like her foot is visible because she I've knows it's going to go on a foot wiki, and to me, that's so. It's so unfair. You're sad because you want your feet on a foot wiki. Yes, that's why it's unfair. Hashtag yes, all men. <laughs> it's time to no because. I I get it. It doesn't really affect a huge part of my life. To be honest, I think this is just who I am. I don't know that I would be posting photos of me in a bathing suit if I weren't on the internet. A huge fucking star, as you were saying before. If I wasn't a fucking role model. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't know. I don't know if it would like, it it wouldn't, I don't think it would have a huge impact. You don't? I don't think so. Okay. Is it, what? I'm also a meerkat, so but that's oh. something I try to keep from the people. It does come out though in spurts because I noticed that, and the way you were burrowing into the newspapers into the corner. I don't know if that's usual meerkat behavior, cold. but I get it. I get it. But there are jackets around. I haven't found a single jacket, <laughs> but it is odd how many piles of newspapers you have around your office. That is true. Well, we're saving those for an important date. Clean day. up. Plus, You're we really use them. a paper mache. Yeah, and we use them to cover our piles of dead cats. So let's be clear. <laughs> We're collectors. It smells like home. What, uh, what would your life be if you were not an A-list superstar right now? Because you're on Your the fucking roll. Listen. You I'm, keep it to yourself. I'm gesturing you with shades right now, and I will fucking put these on. I will cut you. Oh, Deal snap. with it. Now I'm Shit too cool for you. Real. Um, and back to the entourage. Mm-hmm. Um, I 
what would I be doing? I don't know, man. This is like my life. This is the evolution of everything I've done has, has led me to be here. Is this where you wanted to be all your life? <clears throat> I don't really know. I didn't really have a plan. I don't, I, it wasn't a dream. It, I, I, I always liked doing it. I'd been doing it since I was a kid and I always really liked doing it. But um, I don't know. I don't know what I would be doing. It, maybe if I wasn't here, I would be working my ass off every day to be here. Are you crying? A little bit. I wasn't. That was really. That was really touching. What you said. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so. Then, th this is this is the goal. Then, or a piece of the goal, or a, this, this was a chapter a that you wanted to get to. You would have written some words to get to this chapter in the book. Yes. Uh, when I first started making YouTube videos, I wanted this. Mm -hmm. yeah. To be in this sex dungeon of a studio. I wanted to, I mean, even to be people. on a podcast. Right. Yeah. That would have been really, that, that at, at that moment was a very enticing, mm -hmm. motivating factor. Was that the start for you? Was YouTube? Uh, kind of. I did some TV and commercials and stuff here and there, but I think it really started going with my YouTube channel. Yeah, mm -hmm. I had a YouTube channel called Live Prude Girls, and um, and we made silly videos. and And the goal of that was always to like, yeah, to to have more people watch my me be funny, right? To and reach more people. Were you classically trained? Did you were you in theater in high school? I took a couple gargling classes. Mm -hmm. I took some deep staring classes. I, I took a, a class on uh, plucking my nose hair to elicit tears. Is that a, an actual tactic? By no, the way? I oh. don't know. Because people have different weird tactics for things. Some that people, it's like, so always great. imagine your parents dead. And I go, okay, that's, that's a go-to. Someone else told me to hold your eyes like clockwork style and let the air hit them and that will get mm. you teary. But you don't yeah. want to do that as the camera's panning to you because you'll get... You'll right, get caught you, in a room in that notice. moment. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I did UCB training. Yeah? Yeah. But that's it. I just, I'm such a bad lady. I just burped on your podcast. No one heard it. No one no, heard it. And now you talked about it. watching it, they saw me go. Yeah, but here's, no one's what? No one's listening. No one cares. No one cares. No one gives a shit. No one cares about me. The fuck I'm going to go. No one cares. You. Pluck a nose hair. Pluck a nose hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, oh, and it came out like a slide whistle. <laughs> what is that? Um, so, so were you? Where are you? Where Where are you from initially? Uzbekistan. Uzbekistan. I saw that on a wiki that you're Uzbekistani. On my foot wiki. Uzbekistanian. Yeah. It says. <laughs> oh. It's them, them little piglets are Uzbekistani. <laughs> Traditional Uzbek toes. <laughs> yeah. They're shaped like hammers. <laughs> they really taper out at the end. Yeah, yes. Strong feet uh -huh. for a work well, for a proud people. One looks like a siskel. <laughs> a siskel. The other's a, yeah. a hammer. Did I say siskel? Like siskel. siskel. Like, the other one, look, one looks, looks like, like a siskel. Movie the reviewer. other looks like Ebert. <laughs> They're very human silhouettes, her toes. It's very, she's known for it. So how long were you in Uzbekistan? Just a couple years. Okay. Like, and then, a, I, was a, I left when I was a baby. I don't remember it. And came out to here, to Los Angeles, or to where? There was like a, an immigration process, but yes, eventually, like when I, it took like a year for us to really get somewhere, but mm -hmm. then um, we were in LA. And uh, did your, were your parents, were you comfy growing up? Did you have means? Uh, 
that's a very sensitive question. I think if my mom was listening to this, she really would not want me to answer it, honestly. But I, it was back okay, and so forth. Okay, so they were was, dealers. Yeah, I got we it. we were figuring it out. And we sometimes were, you cut the product a little too much and you lose some, you know, some, some, some customers. customers. Sometimes people some, get angry. Right. They come knocking. You don't see your dad for a couple yeah. weeks. But Maybe well, mama's fine. dipping into her own supply and missing some soccer games. But that's the price you fucking pay. If you want to go to private school, this is what we have to do. Yeah, it was like that. Now get back on that webcam and sell, Milana. <laughs> get that CPM up, girl. Do a token show. And that's why the internet sexualizes me. <laughs> it all started with my webcam. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was back and forth, I think. Yeah. Um, were, were you aware of it, though? Like, was it like, oh, I'm eating out of a sneaker and now it's ramen? <laughs> or did they hide that from you? There were, you know, I didn't know. I always felt like I was lucky. Yeah. I um my dad at one point in my life was delivering donuts like he had a donut route and um at the end of the day he would bring home a shit ton of donuts so I was really always very happy about right. that. Um That's so but, funny in one moment it's like well this is what I can provide right now on the other hand you're like you're the best fucking father ever. Yeah. Donuts. Yeah, I didn't have really a concept of like what it meant. I did have like, you know, we had family friends who had like big homes. Mm-hmm. And I I thought that was really cool that we got to go there. Right. But I didn't ever think like, man, I went and I, we were fine. We were happy. Mm-hmm. And um, I played outside a lot. I had like neighbor kid friends and um, and yeah, and I did like gymnastics. I busied myself with other things. It wasn't really like. You didn't have time to dwell on poverty. <laughs> you know? No. Like, and from I... two to six, I'm going to brood about not having sneakers that light up. <laughs> I did have those sneakers, those but we best. got them at Payless. We always got like knockoff versions of those. I had the uh, the knockoff when the, when the pumps were the big deal. Mm-hmm. Remember the pumps? Mm-hmm. So we had, I had the knockoff, the big five sporting goods on sale version of those. So I would, in sixth grade, lean over to just pump my shoes casually during class, <laughs> but I would make a <laughs> noise with my mouth and hope nobody saw. The Aww. dumbest fucking shit kids do to try to fit in and be cool. So and- dumb. I look, think back at things I did that I thought no one knew I was doing. I would like, oh God, I have this, this is, I'm not even, it's not even going to make sense as I tell oh, it. Oh, please, please I do. I remember Just sitting do. in the, in, in my friend's, my friend's dad was driving and she was in the passenger seat and I was in the back and there was some song playing and I remember like adding beats to the song, like, Baby, babe, and hoping that they would think it was part of the song. Like, oh, hopefully they don't know that I'm singing it. Hopefully they think that it's just so good that it's part of the song. What the? Like, where does that reasoning come from? It's a, you were a young Diplo. That was like a young remix. <laughs> That's how it started. Yeah. A, but I like, wait, I like the mentality of like, oh, they're going to think I'm so good. That they're going to think this must be, this isn't the radio edit. This has extra percussion that we're not normally hearing in our, with our Blaumpunkt stereo. So dumb. Did you want them to maybe like turn around and go, wait a minute. We thought that was part of the song. You're going to go somewhere. Like that was going to be your moment of discovery. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully that it was going to be like, you got chops, kid. (laughs) We're going to send this to the radios. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to broadcast this around the nation. Get her on. (laughs) Um, When was the first time you had that moment of, of performing and getting the, oh shit, she's got something or, or feeling that yourself? Oh, um, I, um, when I was like five, I, I don't know why. I, so I was doing gymnastics since I, because I'm a young Russian girl and this is what you'll do. You know, like I had a very strict Russian gymnastics teacher. And so I started doing that, I think, when I was like four. And then maybe when I was five or six, um, my parents entered me in a beauty pageant talent competition that I won. And um, 
And actually, because they called my name last, I thought I lost. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when they gave me like the giant trophy and the crown to walk down, I was crying because I was so sad. I was like, why are they making the loser walk by herself? And now let us parade around the shittiest person on stage. Come here, sack of shit. <laughs> Everyone boo her. Perfect, perfect. A shame her. Shame, Great. shame. Yes. And now the throwing of the potato. <laughs> Just whipping spots at you. Uh, bruise her. Let her carry around the marks of failure. <laughs> and I'll send her off in the Spudnik. Goo, goo. I love the idea of the Russian pageant, which is more about <laughs> shaming the ugliest woman there. <laughs> no one spends that much time on the winner at all. No, not at all. Good, good, good. Who won? Who cares? <laughs> Bring out the carny. Uh, so you had that moment of thinking, shit. I'm last place. I'm yeah. the loser. But then but my mom the big... afterwards was like, no, you actually won. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then I think, um, I, I don't really know. I, I think I always thought I was better than other people. Sure. And well, and you are. <laughs> no. You are. Let's be honest. And we were talking about this before. And like 99% of the population is fucking useless. Oh, and they're disgusting. You Ooh. know, they are like, they sweat ah. and they have jobs. Oh, jo- and stop eating. Oh, so what much is it with, with the, the food. food. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to eat it, throw it up. Throw it up. Thank you. Thank you. Somewhere, someone doesn't have that food. Give it back to the planet. (laughs) (laughs) Zero emissions. Bury it. Uh, Or zero footprint, I guess it would be. It'd be 100% emissions. Zero (laughs) footprint. Doesn't. Not worth going into. Okay. Uh, So then you did some UCB stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I started taking improv classes. And then, yeah. Yes, and. And then, yes, and I started taking improv classes. Mm -hmm. And then it led to me making more funny videos. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I started working for Sandeep, who's your friend, which is how we met. And um, he had that show, Legend of Neil, which was brilliant. And um, Well, it was a show. I mean, he made a show. Yeah. You know, and I that's mean, and that good good for him. Sure. You know I, mean, I mean, it was my favorite show at the, but, you know. At the time, matter. right? At the time, I mean, it's sure, like, sure, sure. I'm sure New Kids on the Block was great at one point in time, you know, but that's not now. Right. They, yeah. No, I mean. I it's, mean, you didn't see the reunion tour or anything, did you? No. No, I didn't. Maybe I wouldn't. That, uh, I wouldn't. I don't like that, uh, music or fun. <laughs> I see the N K O T B speaking out from your, your shirt sleeve. And, it's and just I have on their there. faces tattooed like Mount Everest <laughs> on the Gaelic other. font. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you got a Rushmore tattoo. Rushmore. Of... <laughs> Guys, uh, you know what happened? What happened? I ate a pupusa with mm. shrimp right before I came here. Not good and to I, do. That's and dysentery. It, yes, it was. It was a, a very melty dish, and I think <laughs> that it, it's taken part of my brain mm-hmm. because I just said Everest instead of Rushmore. Hey, you know what? We're all friends here. I'm an immigrant. We're all friends here, and as we discussed before the podcast, we're not actually friends. No, but this is the moment. I feel like we're, we're getting closer. It's happening, and it's like I'd feel like. This, I mean, there, this wouldn't be a follow-up, but it would definitely be like a 3.5. Do you feel like we're moving too fast? I don't want you to put labels on anything mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I had, I've had troubles with that in the past, but I just right. I could use a little space. It's getting harder to breathe in here. Yeah, I'm just going to back it up. Yeah, and that's why there's... Let's just, let's just rethink a few things. Okay. Last, so when just I first terms. met you, actually, when I first met you, you were going on a date. And you, really? yeah, you was a guy who sent, maybe, is it safe to talk about? Is yeah, it, sure. You were going on a date and you were completely unsure about this guy, okay. but he had done everything right in terms of like being proactive about setting the location and sending you flowers mm. and doing a whole thing. Do you even remember this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. I went on maybe two more dates with him after that. 
Okay. Was it was it out of obligation because he was being so nice? No. Or were you actually no, interested and No, you don't I think anytime somebody says I have to go on a date out of obligation, they they should just roll over and die then. Because that's such a mean thing to do to somebody to really let is. them think that they have a chance or that they're wasting their time and their money. And if anybody took me anywhere or did anything with me out of obligation, I would feel like a real shit. Right. I would just want to know right away. I'm very much about honesty. And I, I just did it until I didn't want to do it anymore. And how are you meeting gentlemen these days? Is it mostly on your subreddit? Yeah. I, <laughs> it's the ones, <laughs> the ones that say they want to smell my hair are the ones <laughs> I really stick around. <laughs> yep. Those are, the, hmm. those are the keepers. Well, let me let you get a sniff of these ends. <laughs> Uh-oh. You're getting some. <laughs> Never. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how I meet them. They're just usually friends or people who yeah. are also funny or like friends of friends. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm, I'm just the same way I met you, through my roommate, Sandeep. <laughs> most Sandeep, he's the, the gatekeeper. <laughs> He'll just meet a cool guy and be like, hey, do I have a girl for you? By the you? way, Sandeep's follower count just leapt like 100,000. <laughs> he's not going to know why until this is actually released in a week. Good. I'm actually here for him. Oh, that's good. Well, you did him a it's huge solid right today. there. Oh, my God. I should pretend to care. Um, what? He did Legend of the Neil, which was le- Legend the Legend of- He did... Legend of Neil. He did. He was Neil Blomkamp for a while, and that's great for him. And that is legendary. Were you in the Legend of Neil? No, I was just a PA on it. Really? Yeah, that's how I met him. Or I was like an intern. I was a post-production intern. So what were you doing? Was that how you were making a living at the time, or were you... No, I was making a living uh, being a waitress and working at smoothie shops. You were doing that whole thing, huh? Yeah. And um, and then I, I had some money like left over from doing Barbie commercials when I was a kid. Like My parents did a really good job. Of... How do we miss that part? Oh, yeah. Whoops. So, so doing the beauty pageant, the whole point of that was to get a, a little agent as a, chi- a child agent. A child agent? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, he's actually like a six-year-old boy. <laughs> With... In an oversized suit. <laughs> With a Bluetooth. <laughs> <laughs> and a giant jar of Oreos. I was like, the briefcase has got to be the size of him. <laughs> yeah. He carries it with two hands everywhere. Uh, so you got an agent out of the child pageant. Uh, yeah, something like that. Some kind of roundabout way through sure. that. And then um, I started doing Barbie commercials and a little bit of TV. And so the Barbie commercials, my parents were very smart because, you know, uh, they're responsible immigrant hardworking people. I was going to say, they're immigrants, which are usually very smart with money and save and, and appreciate and respect the value of money. Yeah, so they put it into a nice little savings account for me that I used during college and after college to survive. That's awesome of them. Isn't that very wonderful That's of really them? That's wonderful because the story that I've heard many times, especially with any child actor, is that mommy and daddy blew it on hats. <laughs> on hash. Honestly, yeah, uh, on hash. <laughs> no, my parents were very, very um, kind of... I, I, I just think it was the most generous thing because my mom would like, you know, leave my mom worked the night shift as a nurse so that during the day she could go on auditions with me. Wow. And I, she was really, I can't thank her enough right. ever. No, it was also selfish as shit though. Cause it's like, you're the only horse in the race and they're like, come on, sweetheart, we need this to pay off. Let's get you, <laughs> let's get to so that national because, campaign. Like, she couldn't make it as an actor. And she was just like, I want to live through you. Like you better fucking get this right. part. No, no, no. She, I, honestly, she was, um, was the, there an the, inkling the of support. performer in her bones or your dad's bones? And um, my mom, yeah. My mom was an actress when she was like 15. She did like the only movie in Uzbekistan. <laughs> number one film. <laughs> the number one film. Yeah. And she was really cute in it. She was really, we have it. And um, 
yeah and she couldn't do that because it wasn't the responsible thing to do and then she had a kid when she was like 19 which is when you have children in I said, actually that's kind of late right that's like right on the money like yeah. you finish college or high school you start getting some kind of career training and you get married and have a baby right away so um yeah she didn't and then she moved to america where she didn't speak the language so right. um then she uh took me to auditions instead and she was great at it actually she was it's, a really good stage mom but what incredible like i mean it sounds like you have a level of admiration for your folks that is uh that is pretty high to say the least i can't imagine doing what they did right i mean right. We're well she like, didn't speak our- the language and then you're like oh she worked the night shift as a nurse yeah which means she probably picked it up she went, along the way she went to nursing well she she got nursing training in uzbekistan and then came here and got some sort of certification i don't really understand but right. but also when they moved here like my mom got a job cleaning office buildings and doing all sorts of really terrible <laughs> jobs that i don't i would never want to do i feel like my life has been very very luxurious because of the sacrifices sure. that they made sure that's wonderful, though. That's a great thing to feel at, for your folks. Like, that's great. Totally. Yeah. And they're also, like, cool people who I enjoy. And, and I make fun of them all the time I, in my stand-up. Can you, yeah, I mean, your dad, the stand-up that you do with your father. Oh, thanks. Is fu- Well, I guess, I guess, I'm sorry, your father shows up to your stand-up I've shows. I've never, yeah, I've never seen him do stand-up. I, I've never right. been able to make it to one of my dad's shows. But I will say, it's going to be, I think, too hard to vault into here. But I will say that when your dad shows up to a stand-up show, it's one of my favorite things on the planet. Thank it's really, you. really enjoyable. So did you... No one UCB, knows what you're talking about. I know. I guess and we that's should okay. just leave it there. Yeah, no, I think it's better. Great. I think that's better. Um, did stand-up come out of doing UCB? Um, stand-up came out of um, wanting to do every... Like, wanting to take every avenue possible to to wherever it is I'm going. Like, um, I have jokes, so I'm going to try to do them. And then um, the my dad started doing stand-up because... Uh, someone called me and asked me if I wanted to do an experimental stand-up show. And I was like, cool, yeah, I'll see what my dad's doing. So it was all sorts of weird things like that, you know, um, opportunities popping up that have kind of – there there was no, like, plan to do stand-up. Mm-hmm. And I still don't think of myself as a stand-up. But I love getting on stage. I mean, like, you're. I feel like you're similar in that, like – you love doing what you do and you'll take opportunities to do it in all sorts of different avenues. Yeah, and that's, you know, I always feel bad when people reach out. Like I get asked to speak at colleges or at high schools or whatever. And the, we get the, it. Uh, it's, look, I'm it's just saying, when you're a fucking huge deal like me, it's tough to you're navigate sometimes. You're a role sometimes. model. People um, want to be like you. I'm not saying I'm a role model. Like maybe just a How much do you think I could sell your shirt for on eBay? This shirt right now? Yeah, like you wearing it like... Still smells like you. How much do you think it'd go for? Oh, online? if it still smells like me, there's mm-hmm. no buy it now because it's a feeding frenzy. <laughs> right. You just wait for the <laughs> the bodies to settle, and whoever's <laughs> the last one standing gets this fucking bad boy. Oh, I know, chuckles and laughs. Oh, so many chuckles and laughs. Wasn't that a, a great story that we just finished, or we're just in the middle of while you're hearing this interruption? I don't know. But here's the thing. I do know about Squarespace, and they're our sponsor today, and they have been backing the show for a hot minute now, so please take a minute to listen to what they have to offer. I've used Squarespace. Bria currently uses Squarespace for her personal site, and I I still marvel at just how easy they make it to build professional, uh, artistic, well-designed websites with just single clicks, occasional drag. There might be a slider involved, but it's not that complicated. And you get everything starting at $8 a month. In fact, if you sign up for a year, uh, you get a free domain with everything. So go to squarespace.com, 
Sign up. Use the code pointless to save yourself some cash. You'll get 10% off your first purchase and you're good to go. But what is it about Squarespace? Well, they have artist design templates, which mean you can go in and whether you're building a portfolio for your work, uh, a site for your, your business, uh, a, a restaurant, you got one of those, you want to advertise it, maybe you want a, a slightsy, uh, slightsy, maybe you want to take an Etsy shop and elevate it. Well, you can do that with Squarespace. You can actually, you don't even need Etsy at that point. They have plugins and tools that make it easy to open up your own store to sell whatever you want. Um, they have state-of-the-art technology powering your site, and so that means it's going to be secure, it's going to be stable, and again, I said in the intro that they've got 24-7 online support, and they truly do. I've seen it work on all sorts of holidays when Bria decides she wants to add a new photo gallery, and something's running amok, and it's usually on her end, but that's okay. I still love her anyways, and Squarespace is there to walk her through it. I've seen them go above and beyond writing like dissertations about certain settings she needs to get things to work, and they're right. And it does work, and it's all gravy, and it's all included at just $8 a month. And again, sign up for the year, get a free domain, and use the code POINTLESS. Squarespace.com, promo code POINTLESS. Get 10% off your first purchase. But of course, you can just try out their basic service for free. And I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a believer. I appreciate that they support this because I support them as well. So give them a shot. Build your next online empire starting over at Squarespace. Build it beautiful. Um, no, I get asked a lot and, and, and I'm sure you do as well now, which is, well, how do you, what's the secret? How do you get in? How do you make it happen? And I think right there, that's kind of the secret. That's one of the possible paths is just fucking get out there and do it. Whatever it is, get, if it's performing that you want to do perform as many times as you can in as many different ways. But the other thing is like, don't try not to have a a giant master plan is what I say, Mm. which is counterintuitive to other businesses and other enterprises, Mm -hmm. but I sort of feel like, much like you were saying, is that like, if you have a very specific goal, yeah, you may hit that. But if you're open to wherever the road takes you, you may find happiness in a place you weren't even expecting to see. Yeah, I think it's cool to kind of uh, let go of expectations and just surrender to the path. Very Elsa. Uh, whatever. Very Elsa. I haven't seen let Frozen. It go. I haven't either. I just know let it go. <laughs> that, was, that was my shot. Of there was a little girl at the cat. I was just a, I was a at a viewer's cafe. note. She's, she did the meerkat hands again. She went full, <laughs> back to full mirror. <laughs> no, go ahead. Sorry. There was a girl at the. I was not doing meerkat. I was I was uh, pinching my armpits. Oh, okay. I was, it was totally a different animal. Uh-huh. A you were penguin. doing a mid chicken dance. Oh, no. You were emperor penguin. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Right. What is your spirit animal? If you had to get into the furry community and Ooh. have sex inside of a furry costume that had a trapdoor or two, what would it be? A lot. <laughs> it would definitely need to have two doors. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them would have access to just my lower abdominal. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, um, hmm, uh, maybe a, a panda bear. Ooh. They nap a lot. They do. And you know, I and heard they get that- high. They get high. I also heard this very sad thing about pandas, um, that a lot of them um, are naturally uh, gay. And so they stopped. No. So Mm. they stopped uh, reproducing because the the male ones are attracted to other male ones. So they don't go after women. And I mean, I don't know if that's true, but that's what they told me at the zoo once. (laughs) Who told you this? (laughs) It was was my six-year-old agent was there. (laughs) Pandas are gay. <laughs> hmm. Okay, Timmy, how are the jobs coming? <laughs> I can't use a phone. <laughs> um, 
You were telling a story about a girl at a thing, and it was related to something. Oh, I'm a there was just a girl dressed as Elsa today, running around a cafe in the morning, and she was that? so cute. But like you could. She she so wanted the attention, and so she would like run on a bench and then jump off, and then people around her would be like, "That was really good." And I'm like, "She's gonna kill herself," <laughs> and she's making a mess. This is the kind of mom I'm gonna be. Yeah. You sit down and you be safe. Fuck, are you? Do you think the world revolves around you? You asshole. <laughs> We're not extras in your movie. <laughs> are you? Are, I'm the main character of this coffee shop. <laughs> Um, do do you have are children something that are in your head? Do you have them and not know about it? It's possible that one would show up. Yeah. Is a man going to come up to you know. at a ballpark and be like, "He's yours"? <laughs> it's possible. Um, I do want them mm-hmm. one day. Do you want them? Mm, yeah. You're not sure. It's no, different. I do. I think it's different. It's for- really different for guys. I I want them. I know how uh, selfish I am, so I'm just. It's not in the cards right now. I have yeah. too much that I. I have too much me time that's oh, needed. Oh, it's not in the cards for me right so now. So not in the either. cards. Okay, good. Well, see, we agree. Okay, now we're making progress. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I feel like we just took one step closer in our friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And where do you do you do you like to vacation where it's warm or cold? Oh, warm. Oh my God, we're married. Uh, it just happened. Don't uh, tell Brea. I can't wait for the breakup. Uh, it's going to be so tumultuous. It's be epic. <laughs> you can have half my debt. I want a prenup for our non-marriage. Do you think you're going to be a good mother? I think I'm going to be a really good mom. Yeah. Yeah, I love kids and I love animals and I do a lot of work with kids now. I feel like I'm like a, I am, I, I would let my kid run around the coffee shop probably yeah. and pretend to be Elsa. I would just worry about them silently. Sure. Let them explore. They got to, they got to get some cuts and scrapes yeah. and they all shouldn't be from an uncle. The, some of the kids, so I do some, um... Some work with uh, with autism. I think. Did you come to one of the F and Funny shows? I did. Was about, I did was, indeed. I bought some artwork. Yeah. So, um, so oh, I'll talk about that too if I can. B- by all means. So, um, F and Funny does this show at the last Sunday of every month in uh, Silver Lake, Los Angeles, where it's a stand up, a variety, or magic, music, all sorts of variety. Um, kind of covers all that. Yeah, variety mm-hmm. show. Thank you. And well, this one is just going to be magic. This one coming up. But um, we do a show, and then all of the proceeds from auctions and ticket sales go to uh, charity. And so one of the um, ones that we worked with was for autism. And the is your water bottle closed? Oh, wow. Yeah. Technology. I like that you're calling me out on maybe I'm not getting properly hydrated, though. <laughs> I was worried that you were faking it's drinking. Probably, uh-huh, no, it's a thing. It's a thing that I do. It's one of my steps. <laughs> So, so go ahead with your charity. Oh, I don't know. So, so one of the things that they trained us in, like working with kids with autism, is to just kind of make them feel safe mm-hmm. and not judged. And that has been like a really cool thing for me to learn in like interacting with anyone is not assuming that anyone's weird, and instead like asking yourself why you think something is like oh. why does why is that weird? Like, um, one of the boys um, loves butts. Okay, ready, <laughs> sure. internet. So this boy loves um, squeezing butts sure. and smelling butts and hugging butts. Yeah. And he's about butt height, you yeah. know. And it's, you, you can call me by name. I'm here. <laughs> it's it's kind of weird that you're talking around the subject, but that's fine. He's yay high. He's an agent and he loves butts. So did he go so, and get a so squeeze you know, on you? So, oh, yeah. All the no, time. Really? All the time. And he does it all the time. And you have to. Uh, but, and the first couple of times I was like, oh, oh. And I made him feel like it was a weird thing. And so I had to go back. And so like the people who were training me were like, OK, now why is it a weird thing? And I just had to be like, I don't really know why. I guess because we're taught that like butts are a thing that you shouldn't touch on other people. But is it that different than like giving me a hug? 
Yeah. Is, I mean, well, maybe not for... I would say yes. <laughs> maybe, okay. Maybe not for a six-year-old. That's the thing. If you it's know, not sexualized... Right. And, and therein lies the rub, right? Because it's like, if that were to happen on a subway today, mm-hmm. right. I have a feeling your response would not be, oh, well, okay. It's like a hug. Well, You'd be like, you fucking creeper. Let me grab my bear mace. But if someone did that to you in any part... Or to a woman in any part of her body, like if, sure. if someone like grabbed my... Squeezed my shoulder yeah. that I didn't know, I would be... But just feel just as violated, maybe not just as violated. But when it's a kid who doesn't have any, it's there's no perversion there. Right. No, that's valid. It's just curiosity. Then you have to be like, why is it wrong to be curious right. about butts? Well, let me ask this because this is where I would get concerned because okay. I would go at six. Like I have my my nephew is special needs. He's got Smith McGinnis syndrome, and so what is that? It is a chromosomal deletion. He's missing chromosome seventeen, okay. which is a chromosome that regulates so much fucking shit in the body that it's like good luck like trouble sleeping self-harm speech motor skills like everything and there's different degrees to where he will grow but one day usually around puberty sometimes sometimes earlier sometimes later Mm -hmm. but one day he will stop growing he'll just stop maturing and that's where he's locked in right like Mm -hmm. that's the his capacity his mental ability everything he'll be locked in and how old is he now he's six now i believe six so if he and he's not he's not a serial butt pincher, I think mm-hmm. that'd be adorable, you know, at his age. Mm-hmm. But I go like, if you don't react with, hey, that might be inappropriate at some point, then that's he's never going to grow out of that, mm-hmm. right? And it might become like, will it be as acceptable if he's twenty one, twenty two, and he has an issue and he's going around and that's how he says hello to someone? That would be my concern, which is like, at what point do you start to transition? Going, yeah, that's fine. Well, you, we communicate that like. Um, that can make people feel, just so you know, that can make some people feel uncomfortable. But I think what's more important in this kind of line of training mm-hmm. that we're doing specifically with this kid is like making him not have so much anxiety, which is really triggering so many other oh. freakouts and things like that. Right. So it's just about like making him feel like all, like the impulses that you have, they're okay. You're right. okay. Right. Also, I guess to that point, if you do happen to make a mistake, offend somebody or do a thing that's, weird whatever that means or whatever mm-hmm. it's okay it's not the end of the world you don't have to live in fear of every action that you're having which i guess would lend to the anxiety right truth yeah. yes that's exactly right so what are the what are the ta- i guess that's a good tactic right there because I, I i try not to judge and then yeah. i judge myself for trying not to judge like so that's an interesting flip of like why is what that person is doing whatever that action is why does that strike me as weird yeah and then looking at yourself like where is that in my programming right or like you know where have i been taught that that's like a bad thing and if it's not hurting people if it's not malicious if if there's like honest intent then why why are things offensive like Mm -hmm. when i hear people talking shit for example about like oh that woman's outfit i'm like look at yourself like why does that bother you right you know, like stuff like that. And I think it just made me a little bit more easygoing and curious about life. That's that's a fantastic takeaway from something. Well, how did you get into working with autistic children? Um, I met. So do you remember at that one show, there was a woman named Sarah who's a stand up comic and she did. Um, she she's the mother of an autistic boy. Mm-hmm. So I met her and then through her, through this mom, I, I got involved. And, and that was just like you found a program and went. And she introduced up for me to this yeah? program. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you been doing that? Um, maybe like a year and a half. Wow. Yeah, about that probably. That's a great run. It's been great. I I do it once a week. It's maybe like the the most fun, silliest thing I get to do, where I just play with kids who get. I mean, like we jump on trampolines and I throw them around on beds and 
read books to them and cuddle. There's so much cuddling, which I really need. <laughs> like, I love all of that affection. What is the maximum age that a, a male can enter this program? Asking for a friend. You can do this. No, Anyone I mean, like, as oh, someone who gets to cuddle and gets <laughs> to be thrown on beds and gets books read to them. Right? Isn't that so fun? Like, yeah. I kind of want that, too. I kind of want to sign up for that. You should just ask your girlfriend. There are cuddle parties, by the way. Those exist for adults. Yeah, but do you want to be touched by everyone at yes. that party? Yes, yes, <laughs> You need this. Yes, you need this. Do you want to be touched? Period. Yes, I need it in my all life. the time. I hey. need to be touched too, but by selective people. Um, you're in a thing. I heard a commercial, and I I haven't. I don't watch uh, media. What do you so mean I don't a know commercial? This. You're in a commercial. What is that? What are you doing? It's a it's like an, a small video advertisement. Oh, an advert. An advert. You're in a vid, video vert. A vid vert. Mm-hmm. A vid vert. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know where these run or what they are. What the fuck is the deal with that? Because people are going to want me to ask about that. Apparently. Right. 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 So um, adverts are things that um, mm. companies put onto a television and like a television mm. is like a it's like a screen like maybe you used it to watch cartoons or something like that. Do you recall? Mm. No, we didn't have one of those in the basement, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like a window. <laughs> you're you're it sounds like you were doing stuff. You were doing the waitress thing. You were doing the smoothie thing. You mm-hmm. were showing up on sets. You had some money saved, which was good. Let's yeah. Do a thing. Was was grabbing the AT and T campaign? Was that was that one of that? I snapped my fingers. I don't know if people heard that, but was that yeah. one of those moments no. that we hear about where suddenly you're on the ride and holy shit, it's off no, the races? No, I never no? felt that way. Really? I've never felt like so. There, even now, people come up to me and they're like, "Wow, you're really doing a lot," and I'm like, "Really?" Because I just feel like I. I've always been doing a lot. Like, I feel like I've always been trying to do a lot. Well, it sounds like you have been doing a lot, but it sounds like one of those a lots, one of those plates that you're spinning is suddenly national and everywhere and, and on the Hulus right. and at baseball games and in between Is it MasterChef at baseball games? Commercial. I don't know. I, I don't watch baseball, but I'm imagining <laughs> it's there on the big screen and there's Maybe. a stand-up of you somewhere. Maybe. I, um... So it doesn't feel that way to you. It doesn't feel like this one hit in, any different than anything else you've done? I mean, only the the thing that's that it does feel um, that I do the, the takeaway is when people come up to me and recognize me. Sure. That I feel I don't watch that much TV, so I don't like see myself that often. Right. Um, but I do. You do know- have a VHS of every commercial, though, and you do play it on loop when you wake up and do your hair. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. 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 Be clear yes. About that. I, I I project it actually through the mirror so I can do my hair and then watch it at the same time, <laughs> and then I always match my hair to the commercial because I never want people to not be able to recognize no, me. No, every curl imperfectly placed. <laughs> <laughs> I am Lily. I am Lily. Today I Which, am Lily. And by the way, like I. I I this is I don't say this because we're almost becoming friends. You're fucking phenomenal in those spots. Oh, they man. are spots that would any other time be. <laughs> oh God, no, no, oh, she's a mere cat. <laughs> the mere mention of her amazingness turns her into the cat. Um, no, you really are fantastic at them. They are like they're, they're you're so captivating to watch. Also in other space as well, which we can get to, but like. You're so enjoyable. One compliment at a time. No, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna group them up because then <laughs> I'm gonna break, break it down. Buttercup. Um, uh, also, in Real Housewives of Horror, by the way, you have phenomenal. She Satan. If Thanks. people haven't seen that, go watch Real Housewives of Horror all the way through. I love You're doing that. You're the cherry on top. Of Thank the you. Sunday. There's a really cool web series called Housewives of Horror, mm-hmm. and I get to play a devil in that, which is like a. I think I thought it was fun because it was the way people hadn't seen me. I mean, talk about sexualizing. That like was... that's maybe the sexiest I've ever been on camera. Well, and also. That I, I, we have to release like the blooper reel of the foul 
just stream of conscious shit you were saying against a green How screen. How can we do that? About the size that. of your demon dick. <laughs> I have to pull those up. And then I'll give them to you if you want to put them on your channel. Because like, yeah. it, it needs to be seen because it was filthy in the most <laughs> hilarious ways. But... So you are fantastic, and and those Thanks. like to to be fantastic in the confines of a cell phone commercial is fun- I mean that is that is something that you can pull off character and deliver the goods of the plan and dealing with customers in a way that is comical but grounded. I just I think it's amazing, and and you're amazing in them. And I don't Thank know you. a thing about the commercial world. So yeah. was that like? a 40 callback audition thing? No, was not it- at all. No? Not at all. It was a very... Um, so I'd been going on commercial auditions, you know, since I was a kid. Sure. And, um, and this was just another one. And, you know, before that, I would do maybe like two or three commercials a year, three if I was lucky. And um, I got to... And I was going on auditions maybe four times a week all the time, you know? And so this was just another one of those. Another day of parking and figuring out how to get validated and where's this room and run into it. Yep, and like waiting for like a partner to show up and all of that kind of stuff. So I just went to one audition. Um, I guess I did well. There was a callback. And um, the callback, I think, was actually just, from what I remember, I could be wrong, but I think it was just me par- partnering me up, like doing chemistry reads with other actors. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it was my part pretty early on. But it, again, I only thought it was for one commercial. And then Was that just, what you were being told at the time? Like, oh, this is a little one-off? And- it was always the plan. It wasn't just that they told me that. It was that they didn't intend on it being a campaign, I don't mm, think. Congrats to you and your contract negotiation. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> I um I I just uh yeah they just kept asking me to come back because they were working you know yeah, yeah that working so well are you still shooting those is that because I feel yeah. like I see new ones all the time I saw the bedazzling one recently which I hadn't seen before I don't know what they, where that is in the timeline but I mean we sometimes we shoot them and they don't come out for uh-huh. whatever reason so we just shot one recently and who knows if it'll come out or not I hope it does that is incredible yeah it's the it's the most fun I mean you've been on sets before yep. and you know like. Sometimes they can be very daunting or very fast moving and you're like, oh, I didn't get the performance I want. I only had two takes. But this is like a whole day to shoot 30 seconds and it's very luxurious. And the director who's been doing it for about a year now, he's really amazing. And it's just become a family like on a show, like on a regular job. Right. And are you set? I mean, I, I don't want to get into specifics, but I've always been told that when you be, when you hit that level of a thing and you have a commercial that runs like that, it's fuck you money. It's gold plated jet skis and helicopters like you just now no it's not like that anymore no it's not like that at all Ah. it's like very irresponsible like i'm gonna try to invest this because who knows what's gonna happen in my future and i'm also you know like i said because that's not uzbekistani blood and yeah i I think i think it is a little bit of like like, i got a diversifier portfolio not go to vegas no but i also vegas is gross oh well how do you unwind do you love (laughs) how do you do i mean what drugs do you take and where do you take them um is it just I, pure I, molly know, or is it moon rocks? Are you into moon rocks? I just want to give, just take the thing with the longest peak, whatever that is. Uh, <laughs> and I, if I'm coming down, I'll take something else. <laughs> I refuse to come back down. <laughs> I, I just never want to be sober. You know, I just like needed a little bit to feel regular. Who would? Who would in this day? How do you let loose? We'll get back to AT&T in a minute. Okay. Do you, do you, are you a partier? Did you have that phase? I had that phase when I was like, uh, maybe like 16 14? through 19. Yeah, like oh, really? really young. Yeah, well, because I grew up in LA oh, and everyone yeah. had a fake ID. Yeah. And I, I just did that. And then by the time I was 21, I was like, I don't like drinking anymore. Right. Like maybe a Merlot before bed, but ugh. ugh. Maybe. Yeah, I don't even really... I, I, 
I can have, a, you know, a Bloody Mary or something here and there, but I don't really get drunk anymore. I'm just, I also have an insanely high tolerance. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the Uzbek blood. Maybe it's because I'm like a curvy girl. I don't really know what it is, but the, the alcohol does not make me fun. It just, I just drink it and I go to sleep like a normal person. Yeah. Well, maybe it's because you, genetically your body was raised on uh, powdered donuts <laughs> and yeah. alcohol, it sounds like. So your body's just like, I can process this. Yeah, it's just You give me kale everything. and you're going to vomit and pass out. But <laughs> you yeah. give me pure vodka, yeah, we're set. Yeah, you give me kale, I just turn into a bunny and start shitting pebbles. <laughs> That's it. There's no, there's n- yeah, I don't really party that much. So do you, are you more actually, of like a go to a pool and read a book kind of oh, girl? Oh, no, I don't read. <laughs> oh, right. No, but I like going to music festivals and I really like um, concerts and I love traveling. I think actually that's where I spend most of my money is traveling. Really? Which is a worthy investment, seeing the world. Study after study has shown that spending your money on experiences rather than things is gives you an exponential return on happiness and fulfillment, blah, blah, blah. Have you been upstairs? You've been to my house many times, my house with Sandeep. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been upstairs? I have. Have you seen the The size of- The Chinese basket? The Chinese basket? Is this what you're talking about? No. What is it? No. I was just going to ask if you've seen the size of my bedroom. No, I don't think so. My bedroom wouldn't be able to fit this table. It is like so tiny. I have a bed in there and I have a closet. You know what? Maybe I, I have. I don't know yeah. if it was. I don't know if it was your bedroom at the time. It might. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's very small. It was super because it was. Well, at least what I saw there was bed, and then there was this much room in between bed and closet and bed and wall. Yeah. Okay. That's about right. Yeah. And um, I I just don't have a lot of shit. I don't really like a lot of, I don't like things. things. No. What are the things that, people love things at some point. Is it dresses? Is it a car? Is it video games? What are the things, if you Uh, had to splurge on a thing? I would way rather spend it on an experience, honestly, or like a gift to someone else, you know? Uh, Uh, This is the job interview question where it's like, what what aren't you good at? What's what's your flaw? And you're like, I care too much. I'm too generous. Yeah, I guess I work with kids too much and I give too many gifts. But that feels bad. Better, honestly, than it having totally anything. And uh, I, I also like like uh, not being. Um, I like being a little bit of a gypsy and like not having anything to weigh me down. So I have like uh, and a, collecting tears in a jar. <laughs> I I just need it for the spells, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes a girl has to shrink ahead. No, really. <laughs> Um, so where, where have you traveled? Where, where are you going? Where it's, do you have a um, carrot at the end of the stick right now? Are you in stick mode? Are you in full working mode? Yeah, I'm in full work mode right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, but I just got back from uh, Bonnaroo, which is a, a music festival oh, yeah. in Tennessee. And that was amazing. And I had like this really wonderful time. We met this really wonderful man who had a farm. And we went to his farm. And we saw horses play with dogs. And I cried. And it was beautiful. Oh, my God. Have you ever seen a horse play with a dog? Uh, no, I don't think so. It is magical. Go on. I mean, they are friends, <laughs> and they have a relationship, and then you get to feed the horse, and the horse feels grateful, but the horse doesn't have to go ride anywhere. The horse doesn't have anything to do. Just right. play in a field. The horse gets to be a horse. It just gets to live its life. How did you, and you met this man at the music festival? No. I met this man because, uh, well... Uh-oh. I did, no, it's Uh-oh. fine. It's just not my story to really tell, but I was, I, I was in Tennessee with a friend, and my friend met this man on Tinder, who ended up being like the most awesome dude, who right. cooked us breakfast from the eggs. Oh, wow, he was really going for it. Oh, he was, I mean, we did he, did hit he, the Tinder jackpot. Yeah. Did he at least I convert? Because, I mean, if he's cooking you guys breakfast and stuff, he should have converted. To Judaism? Yes. <laughs> did he find his one true path? <laughs> Uh, he he was really really cool, and then um, 
uh, yeah, and then we went to the music festival. So that was really cool. And then, you know, after that, I was in Dallas and I was in New York and um, I'm constantly seeing things and doing places. So, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> perfect. That's the way to do it. You should show up, fuck a city and leave. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so you've got national commercial campaign. Yeah. Just doing so well, still shooting. You got that going. You got the other space hitting on the Yahoo screen. The other uh, space. Other space. Yeah. That, that's what I said, right? Yeah. yeah. Other that, space. I did say that. Did mm -hmm. I not? You said the other space. But well, I meant we like don't you got, to... I said you got the national thing. You got the, the other, other space. space. You got the travelings. <laughs> you just did the thing that we can't talk about apparently. And I don't know what it is, but you shot a thing, which congrats. Thanks. Whatever it is. Can we even talk about what it might be? No. No. Feature film? I don't Congratulations. know. Congratulations. Who cares? Music video. Let's talk about things we can talk uh -huh. about. Porno parody. Which one was um, it? I did just direct a music video. What? Yeah. Get out. For my friend Jess Rona. I really want to direct more stuff. It That's was what so I was fulfilling. Ask is what's coming up next? Yeah. I, um, I, I want to keep making things. I kind of miss the YouTube days. Mm -hmm. That Those were, were really uh, rewarding. As you know, I'm sure too, like when you're doing a gig that's someone else's gig it's really cool but right, when but it's, it's not some, your baby yeah but when it's your baby and it's like a seedling of an idea that then comes to fruition that just feels so so cool so um i want uh, you know i think of the the steady acting work has made me a little comfortable in that way and i really miss the the hunger of creation well do you feel like because those plates are steady that are being spun that you can take a risk that you can take a moment and write your own thing direct a thing and, and yeah. branch out in those ways yeah well i mean i can keep those plates spinning as i do all the other sure. things and they're not really going anywhere and if they do then i just pick up other plates right i'm not afraid of dropping plates here and there uh, i would got you, so many plates would you be mortified of going back to handling actual plates and being a waitress again would that feel like failure to you no sometimes i actually miss waitressing really i was really good at it i really liked it i liked people i liked talking to people the only part of it that i imagine would be weird now is that if i walked up to a table they'd be like you're the at&t girl mm -hmm. but other than that i i don't really i'm not afraid of it i do um you know as long as i'm responsible with my money and i never go broke then i don't really care about what the thing that, that fills my time is as long as I enjoy it. Plus, as a gypsy, you can live out of a knapsack. I would you really like bindle. to. I, I don't, yeah, I could probably carry most of my possessions in a little knapsack. Mm -hmm. Where's your bailout country? Where is your, or your dream destination? Where's that for you? I, I've always wanted to go to Italy and I've never been. <gasps> Have you been? I went last year. How was it? It was so, so good. Yeah. It was so good. Well, I would really like to. We did Portugal for a week and then we did Italy for a week and we hung out with Sandeep there. Oh, Randomly. He was wow. in town and it was just... Yeah. You got, you gotta go. I know. I you get gotta it. Go. I get it. I get it. I really want to. I, I just haven't had enough of a time to Have get your away. friend Tinder, Tinder Match Aguido, who's got <laughs> a vineyard out there or whatever, and yeah, go play that's with what I need. the grapes and horses. She's just like a champion. To, it's She's Tinder just... Match and Airbnb in <laughs> one swipe. <laughs> oh my God. Well, that was Ashley Madison, I think, until they got hacked. There is a, <laughs> they got th hacked? You didn't hear about that? No. Oh, it ha well, yeah. I mean, what, just, your, your info's out there, Milana. <laughs> no, they got hacked like last week, and the hackers are threatening to expose all of the data, the names, the credit cards, so things can be linked together, everything from and Ashley Madison. Which, for those who are listening and don't know what Ashley Madison is, it was like a, a Match.com or an OkCupid, but for those who were in already in arranged situations who were relationships married or, married, married or whatever yeah i mean you could be single and join if you wanted to have sex with uh, someone who was being an, in a relationship yeah who was practicing infidelity i was gonna say being an infidel which yeah. I like <laughs> <laughs> that's scum with their hammer toes 
Oh wow, that yeah, sounds they got really hacked. terrible. Pretty brutal. I, have, I have you ever cheated? Um, I've never cheated. Been cheated on? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, someone told so. me, oh. but uh, the, per- the my my boyfriend at the time still says no, and I kind of believe him. So I don't think so. And we were very. I was maybe like 17, so I don't think so. Okay. Have you? Uh, yeah, I think I got, I've never cheated. I drunkenly made out with somebody while I was in a relationship. Mm. Uh, I was 18 at the time and I was drinking for the first time at a company Christmas party. Mm. Told my girlfriend, we still dated for like three years after that, which was good. Yeah. Uh, but I, um, like just feeling that little singe of the flame Mm -hmm. was enough to make me, like I still to this day feel terrible about it. I once made out with a married person and I did not know that they were married mm-hmm. until afterwards. Well, when people were throwing a rice rice at him as he was walking down that <laughs> aisle, you should have given it a minute. I just love starch. <laughs> <laughs> I was hungry. It uh, really gets me going. <laughs> <laughs> Is that basmati? <laughs> uh, no, so you made out with a married dude? Yeah, but I didn't know. Sure. And, and he, you know, there was no ring, and it was like at a bar. And then afterwards I found out, and I felt so terrible for like a really long time, for like months. Did you feel terrible that you did it, or did you feel terrible for that woman? I all all of it. All I, of not, yeah. I didn't feel terrible for her because I don't know if she was going to find out or not. Sure. I don't. I I kind of never talked to that person again. I definitely never talked to that person again. But I just felt so guilty to the point where, like, like I think I, I believe that that I'm a good person and that good things will continue to happen t- to me. But um, when I did that thing, I felt so shitty that I. I believed that I deserved bad things. I was like, I was just so depressed and guilt-ridden and mad at myself and wow. mad at him. I was, it was Even really hard for you me. Even though you had no knowledge of it and yet you couldn't reconcile that and go, well, that's on him, not on me. Yeah, no, it, I still felt like I maybe, you know, had a part in ruining someone's relationship and I, I couldn't get over it. And I was also really young and stupid, but um, yeah, it, was, it took a long time for me to forgive myself. Are you hard on yourself in general? Uh, yeah. 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 In which, in what capacity? Like, if you don't give one hundred and ten percent, I think on if a I'm like, no, or, oh no. no, 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 I can, I can really like be a slacker sometimes and be okay with it pr- professionally. Um, but I think if I'm ever mean to somebody, if I ever hurt someone's feelings, mm. um, I, I have a lot of guilt that'll follow me for a while. Like, I can't treat people badly. That's not okay. And what when you? When it happens, is it because you're just having an off day? Is it because someone said something that makes you snap, so you get aggressive? No, I've never snapped. When does when does when does Milana Hulk out? You know, um, I when think does Milana smash. You know, maybe like when I've like talk shit about somebody. Ah, yeah. You know, out yeah. of like my own insecurity or like why do people talk shit? Like bonding. That's like a really weird thing that people do that brings people together. Yeah. You know, whenever I've caught myself doing things like that, that may have hurt someone's feelings or even like accidentally said something offensive or ignorant, I really carry that around for a bit. I do notice, like I, there's someone in my life who, when they hang out with two people specifically, it's nothing but backbiting and shit talking. And this person that I know is not a shit talker. I mm-hmm. mean, but... When they are with this, these other people, that's what they do. And I, I called them out on it, and I'm like, that's really a bad thing to bond over. Mm-hmm. That's a bad uh, uh, pastime to have in common. Like, that's a yeah. weird thing to want to do. Also, like, if you, if you get rid of those people, and I don't mean kill them, but spend less time with them, then you have more room in your life for people who bring out the best in you. Right. 
And don't you want to practice being the best of you more often? I do. You need a hug? Ah! <laughs> Alex. Ooh, ooh, we being, oh, ooh, well, are we back to, ooh. we're back to train noises? <laughs> we're back to hentai? Uh, it, it is, I want to give you a time check. It is 6.45. Okay. Do you have 10 more minutes or no? Yeah. If you don't, we will wrap it up. I have nothing going on. Uh, that's not true. I know that's <laughs> not true. Alex, yes. you know what time it is. Dear Twitch, if you are listening or Twitter sphere, I guess you're not listening on Twitter or watching on Twitter, but hey, if you have a question for Milana, go ahead and throw it into the chat room. Alex Korea is on the ones and twos when he's not squishing tushies and he is ready to fire it away and we will get to that. Um, do you have any fetishes? Uh, only ones that require fungi. So, mild. So if you see an algae bloom in a pool, you'll just, ooh, <laughs> immediately. Oh, I got to skinny dip my way into that. I'm just going to go at it with a straw. Do you think you're pretty, uh, like, I don't want to say vanilla, but pretty standard fare when it comes to... My sex life? Sure. I don't want to talk about it. Sex in general? No, I don't want to talk about it. But listen, I've written fan fiction that I need to confirm or deny. I will talk about it to you privately because we are new friends and I'm actually a very open person. Mm. But the internet you don't doesn't want them to need run to wild know with it? it. They're not my friends. They're they're like people that we have this this is our interaction. <laughs> this is our interaction. This is what's happening right like now. This, I don't want to talk Crying about what I like and... to but I'll tell you, just not here, man. Yeah, you didn't know where the line was, and we but found it. I'm glad we did. We found it. It's about time, and now I feel like but we're But wouldn't not... you feel weird about, like, Bria talking about, like, what she likes sexually in a podcast? No, because I know she doesn't like sex with me. <laughs> and I just feel mm. if the question is posed, she'd be like, no, thanks. <laughs> what if she, like, had a bunch of things that she but, liked that you never heard of? I've never heard <laughs> <laughs> Well... <laughs> I'll be honest, if it's just really thick and black, then I could get it going. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, that's valid. I guess, I guess, because, like, I am, like, and even she's been like, wow, I, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm not quite sure I'm happy you revealed that on your podcast. Mm -hmm. I always err on open book side uh, because at one point I tried to convince myself it's so cool because I'm being so honest and transparent. And I realized it's just because I'm sort of scared. And that's my way to try to relate is if I just verbalize it, if I just vocalize it, no matter if it's a weird thought or a weird feeling or a weird fetish, whatever that is, if I just say it and get it out there, then I can't feel bad for it or I can't feel weird for it. If I get judged, well, it's okay because I put it out there. I, I controlled it and put I've it out had, there. I've had you know I mean? things like that too where I've like disclosed something like really personal or maybe gross and then seeing someone stare back blankly and then be like, why did I just tell you that? And it was, it's because it's just like a weird, like, I want to be like, look at how brave I am about sharing this thing. But really, right. like, no one cares. And it's a weird private moment. Yeah. But um, I, I also think, like, your sexuality, I mean, my, my sex life is an intimate thing that I get to share with a select few. Right. And that's why it's called intimacy. At a time, you mean, right? Like you know. a select few at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I like to gather people in small theaters <laughs> and talk about <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, And then also, like, I, I don't want people to know, like, if the, what if, like, my future husband is listening to this and I haven't met him yet? Then he will what if know. He's right here, what if Milana, he. Behind a soundboard. I'm talking about Alex. Alex. He hasn't been paying Alex attention this whole time. Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still sketching her feet. Is it an icicle? What you did know, she like, say it was shaped like? Like, like telling people about what you like 
in bed is like part of the fun of being together. <laughs> Grab the carrots. Like what is that? <laughs> yeah, I get it. Dip me in ranch. I get Yeah, no, you're right. The the Yeah, that's that's totally valid. And if I owe you an apology for asking that, I'm not going to get it. You don't. Um, why is, no, I, do, no. I guess one of the things I should ask now is like why is it weird? Right? Like why is it weird to talk about sex life? Um well, because you talk it's not it's not necessarily weird to talk about it in this format. Mm-hmm. This is a weird convention. Right. No matter what. Because it's not like we're having a buzz. conversation. Well, it's like we are just having a conversation, but there are thousands and thousands of people that are going to hear these words. And it's so it going not... to live forever. Correct. So it is not the convention itself is weird. The subject matter is not. Right? Truth. I think that's sort of the thing. I like that too. Yeah. Okay. That's valid. Alex, did we get some questions from chat? Yes. Oh, he's getting... Yummy. He's sizzling. He's ready for it. <laughs> Alex, I'm sure you have a question too. You can ask one as well, buddy. Uh, I'll formulate one. Great. Do you guys want to start like heavy or light? Ooh. Ooh. How do you feel, Milana? Um, Dealer's choice. I'll start uh, heavy. Ooh, she's going right in. Get the heavy cram. It's the heavy flow. Uh, Micus9 said, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Um... I'd like to see myself as like a, a like a, a head honcho. Like, no, I mean, I don't really mean that. I mean, like, I would like to be uh, creating things of my own doing. Like, I'd like to um, have a couple films maybe that I made under my belt and some documentaries. I'd like to um, have a little house with a hammock in front and a family. And I'd um, like to have traveled a lot. Um, but I want to keep making things that are mine. And maybe I'm assuming that 10 years from now, it's making those things and not having to ask for permission to make them. Right. Well, I think there's always going to be some kind of compromise. I mean, even the people that I know who make things that are so uniquely them, like the Duplass brothers or something, right. they still have to jump through a lot of studio hoops and make things. So, although, I mean, in an ideal world, sure, that mm-hmm. I just have like a ton of my, like I have my own studio and whatnot, but I don't actually know that I want to work that much i kind of just only want to work as much as i want to work and it sounds like having a studio is like being a mogul and being happy is way more important to me than being busy or being successful in that way mm. chicken soup for that soul you just fed me a spoonful mm. of it mm, right up <laughs> alex next question uh kennessy asks milana where is the strangest place you've been taken slash taken someone on a date How'd it go? Oh, I didn't know it was going to end with on a date. Yeah. What's the weirdest place <laughs> you've been, been taken? <laughs> Have you been redacted? If so, was it wonderful? <laughs> yeah. Um, we, any weird dates? Oh, weird dates. And it could be location. It could be people. It's okay to judge if it was a date. All bets are off. I'm having trouble thinking of something. The first thought that comes to mind is that I took my college boyfriend on a gondola ride in San Diego. And that was kind of weird. I was expecting it to be like a lot more romantic, but it was kind of just like, (laughs) yeah, probably it was like the harbor. Like you're just like, right. You're on a small little canoe. Can you smell that diaper floating next to us? And oh, look, there's a frat boy vomiting over the rail. Oh, this is great. Let's go to the gas lamp and get wings. (laughs) Yeah, it was a lot like that. It wasn't very romantic at all. But I can't. um, Yeah, I think that's it. I don't know. In the, I, I do want to, I'm going to interject before Twitch has a chance to ask another question, but um, I'm always fat. Like Bria has really opened my eyes to uh, the feminine plight mm-hmm. in general. Like she's quite the feminist and she's given me her perspective on a thousand things, but specifically within this industry, mm-hmm. um, I had a really solid set of beliefs and jealousies and whatnot about, about a, a, a woman's ability in this industry. 
which is an hour long conversation. I could jealousy. Jeal- yeah, in in a weird way, and it's it's it would take me forever to unpack it, and I'm happy to do it at okay. any time. But I just had all these things formed, and Bria really opened my eyes to like how fucking difficult it is, and how unfair it is, and how impossible it is at times to navigate. Not just being a woman in society where danger can lurk around every corner, where any conversation with a man could, could, who knows what's on the other side of it or what his intentions are. Yeah. I I mean, even if you just like think about like if, if this, you know, when, if it's dark, when we leave here, like, do you feel unsafe walking to your car? No, no, like that thought that usually not. My, yeah. And, and like, I've never been in a parking lot and not looked over my shoulder, you know, we just kind of like, it, it's a subconscious train. I just know too many people who have been hurt. Right. So yeah, I but think that's a, with regarding the industry specifically yes. as well. Yes. Um, do you feel like has, has, I mean, it's, it's, it sounds like a very 10,000 foot question, but being, being a female in this industry, are there specific things that have, do you think have helped or hurt you? Or have you had to carry yourself differently at meetings or present your act differently? Because you, like, is that a conscious thing that permeates uh, everything you do? Some, sometimes I, I don't, yes, I think it's, um, and that was a shitty question. No, so you it, just it, there's say, a lot of, there's a lot of thoughts that are running through my head right now. Sometimes I'm in a meeting with two men and thinking that like, they're not listening to a thing I'm saying. Um, there are other times where I feel like I've had opportunities because I'm a woman and because I look the way I do. Like, I don't know if my YouTube channel would have been the same if it was two guys on a couch interviewing people. Right. Um, so I think, you know, being like a cute girl, like has helped it, it definitely. And there's also not as many women in comedy. So, um, you know, there's, there's like legs up here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but yeah, I'm you know, I'm always aware that like I have to be presentable, and I have but not to, too presentable. But not Can't too presentable. Too. You know, like you have to look um, attractive, but not too sexy, and you you know not too distracting. And if you are distracting, right. then it's your fault. You know, if people can't maintain eye contact with you, it's because you did something. Right. And um, I've definitely had that in in my brain for a long time. But I also feel like. Um, I don't feel like I'm a victim of being a woman. Like, I think I'm, I'm, I feel very empowered. I think I kind of have a leg up because I can do anything a guy can do, but I can also seduce a man. Right. You know? And I've been trying. <laughs> yes. Fucking trying, man. I'm not I don't working. Know. And, and I don't mean like the seducing the man is a superpower, but I can, no. I don't, like, um, in terms of the job, like, right. I can write, act, direct, edit a film just like anyone else could. Uh, but then I also, like, get to, put on a dress and be pretty. And I I feel like that's really fun too. I Mm -hmm. like doing that. The women in comedy thing is interesting. Like you said, there's not a lot of them, which is true. And I I feel like that's starting to change. How can, how do we make women funny? Like what can we do to make women funnier? I think women are really funny. I know, (laughs) I know it was a joke. I know it was a joke, but I do think that there is something that like, um, I think, you know, I don't really, I don't really know, but I do know that, um, when I wear a dress and do stand up, I don't get as many laughs as when I kind of dress like a boy. And, um, I think it's because the male mind is, um, and, and the woman's mind, like uh, a lot of, a lot of people are, I think women are beautiful Mm -hmm. and sometimes being beautiful and being funny don't go hand in hand. And Tina Fey talks about it in her book, Bossy Pants, where she's like, you know, you can be pretty, but if you're too pretty, people aren't going to hear you tell the jokes. Right. So I don't know. It's about finding the balance. Um, but honestly, I, I think that women aren't, aren't encouraged to be funny. They're encouraged to be, 
uh, pretty or mm-hmm. read or, you know, be quiet. Take up a little less space. Yes. Yeah. Don't be so loud and don't move so much, Ooh, you God, know, even just what you yeah. did right there yeah. was a little don't much for me. jiggle, <laughs> you know, like and, and hide your body or show it. You know, it's like it's so much about the presentation. Your body's not supposed to have momentum. It should just <laughs> no, no jiggling, no bouncing. Stop it. Yeah. And like distract yourself with other things. Yeah. So, like, like your eyelashes, you know, don't spend time writing. Right. So, I think that's, those are like some old kind of, like, uh, long time ingrained things that have maybe slowed women down in the yeah. comedy race. But I think that we're neck and neck. And you think if Hillary gets that presidency, it's all going to change. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, um, I, I just laughed because I was thinking of, you know, when Zach Galifianakis interviewed um, Obama? And he was like, um, how does it feel to be the last black president? <laughs> that's like how I, that's what I worry about what would happen Wait, if Hillary. Hillary became Clinton. She's, oh, God, is she going to be like the last woman president? Ugh. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what's what's going to happen if I, I hope Hillary like makes the world a better place if she wins. But I don't know that she's going to make the world a better place because she's a woman. Right. Like not by default. I'm not going to vote for her because she's a woman. You're not? I don't know if I'm going to vote for her, but I'm not going to vote for her because Strictly she's a woman. because she's a woman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I am. Okay. I think that's Good. hot. I support it. So hot. Yeah. Her foreign policy. Mm, smoldering. Mm, yeah. I just want to objectify her policies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alex, give us one more for chat, and then we're, we're wrapping it. this up. Is this light one or heavy one? Oh, what do you want? Um... I don't know. Was the date one a light one or a heavy one? I think one? the date one was, was no, a the medium. Date. Okay. Okay, <laughs> let's go to heavy. Ooh, get, get heavy. Heavy. Um, that, means, that means it was mostly questions whatever. about your dress. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's, let's talk about my tits. Uh, <laughs> uh, they said, well, this isn't even heavy. I ran out of heavy. I only have light now. Okay, let's hear it. There was one heavy? Uh, yeah, I made it sound like it was heavy, and then it wasn't heavy, and now I feel stupid. What, Thanks, heavy, what subject matter is heavy for you? Is it religion? Is it uh, women's reproductive rights? Ooh, is yeah, it like immigration? Spirituality. I love talking about spirituality. Is that heavy? What's heavy for you? Yeah, like emo- like things like emotional, like things personal. Okay, so let's round that out then. Are you are you a religious person? Um, no, I was raised Jewish. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, no, it's a it's, it's a really oh, fun thing to be ra- ra- raised. Oh, for sure! Like the holidays are the best, and it's all about food. And my parents weren't very um, religious at all because they were raised during socialism. But um, we, you know, still have like a Christmas tree and had presents and all that kind of fun stuff and lots of food. It was like mostly food stuff, um, and and I still love being jewish but i are you um, a practice do you practice do you go to no on holidays i will or like i love having shabbat dinners which really is just dinner on friday (laughs) right and that's really fun and you get to leave work early for that if you're at a typical desk job right isn't that a thing i guess so i don't know that if if in the entertainment industry that matters okay (laughs) but um and i love the the ancestry of it like i i think that having a rich history is cool i kind of am into like not just being american like I, I like that that there's like a story of my ancestors. I think that's like fun to to explore. And um, now I have like all sorts of like my own thoughts on spirituality and like the cosmos and. Ooh, so what, is there a grand creator? Is there a, a sandaled man with a long beard who put it all into motion? No, I kind of it... just like believe in nature. Like I don't, I don't really call it a god. I just call it nature. So what happens when we die? I don't know, but I uh, feel really good about not knowing. Like I'm not scared not of what scared happens. Of, but you, but you believe that. I mean, is it 
is it and then cut to black or fade to black and that's it or is there something else i think that there could be a um a reincarnation mm-hmm. um and i think and that sounds awesome that sounds like really cool i would love to explore that i would love to be like um conscious of that moment when it happens and present for it mm-hmm. um but if it's cut to black then i won't know any different and then who Precisely. cares so i don't really i'm not i'm not afraid of it i've also like you know been on a plane that i thought was going to crash or like had the thought that it's going to crash and i remember being like i just want to be i I didn't like close my eyes or scream or anything i just wanted to watch every moment because if we do crash i want to acknowledge every uh, morsel of the transition you are a dark motherfucker <laughs> but it doesn't even feel dark to me it feels no, beautiful I, no okay that's that's valid because but it's sort dying of like, is but the we... only thing that every single person is going to have to do not sure. the only thing but it is a huge unifying force it's a guarantee force. that everyone's gonna go through it every single person but I love that you're so... like I wanna savor every morsel of the pain and flames I wanna watch the skin melt off of me well, as this plane hits a mountain yeah kind of I mean if it's yeah. going to happen I don't wanna you like you might as well have a front it. row seat right yeah that's, that's Not everyone kinda... gets to gets to be aware of it. I was heading into the Narita Airport, and the, the plane was doing the forty five to sixty five to hundred foot drop, where it slams and people's baggage wow. goes up, and people that aren't it was one of those wow. kind of storms. And I I started filming it and laughing. And Brian wow. Keller, who was sitting across from me, is like, "You're a sick fuck," because he was like <laughs> screaming, and he looked over, and he's like, "You're a sick fuck." Yeah. But in that moment, like it calmed him down, and he started laughing because I I had the mindset of very similar of like. If this is it. This is it. Yeah. Like you, it was very dangerous minds. You have the choice to scream yeah. when the gun is like, you always have a choice. If the gun is to your head, you have a choice to scream. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was that sort of like, well, I'm going to make peace. This is shitty. It's yeah. definitely shitty. Cause I have things that I want to do and people that I want to continue to love in this sure. world. And there's new people I want to meet and love and, mm-hmm. and projects. it's going to disappoint some people who love me. Yeah. Like that's yeah. going to suck, but the moment is happening. So you can't fight it. here we go. You can't right. fight the moonlight. Right. I had a moment like that too. When I was, um, I was in Tanzania in Africa and I was getting on a plane to go to Kenya and it was the smallest plane I'd ever been on and um, and the weather was shit and already like everything in Tanzania is always breaking and they were like there's a storm brewing um, but we're good to fly we're good to fly and I was with one we're friend we're gonna outrun it don't worry guys yeah and I was with one friend who was freaking out yeah. and I remember having the thought of like and, and I was really scared too and I'm not normally afraid of flying but I, I thought like you know, I was just seeing like the headlines of like American tourists die in Tanzanian plane crash. And I, I, I thought like whether I'm afraid or not is not going to affect how the plane flies. Yep. And yeah. whether I'm afraid or not is not going to affect whether I get on the plane or not. I'm going to get on the plane. I'm not going to wait for the next one, you know. And then I want to be present for the experience. And so when we were up in the air and you could like see the tunnel of the storm out the window, you could see like the, 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 the Tasmanian devil like out there. <laughs> right. it, I was just like, this is so cool. How many people get to see this? And then also kind of same thing. I got to be there for my friend and made her feel better. And then we like got to Kenya and it was fine. Right. And you know, but and now it's a story and it didn't have to be a traumatic experience. You don't have to have PTSD. You have a nice tale and a wonderful memory of that view. Right. Because you just made peace with the moment. Yeah. I think that's a cool, that's an interesting point is like when something happens to you thinking about deciding whether it's traumatic or not. Right. Right. Like, is this something that's going to haunt me or is this something that I could like let go of it having a meaning, the meaning that you assign to it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how will you feel? We're done here. 
yeah. I'm gonna let you plug a thing, but will this have been a traumatic experience? Um, only, only the fact that you've been making me sit on a dildo this whole time. Listen, it's suction cup to the chair. We have tried <laughs> to pull it off. Now I wasn't the one turning it on and off. That <laughs> that switches under your table. <laughs> yeah, but you could have lubed it. You really could have. I spat in the area <laughs> when we came in. I said, "Milana, this is our studio." <laughs> and yes, yeah, some hit the wall, but I think. I'm a gentleman. <laughs> you, Women's rights. You, uh, hashtag yes, Hillary. You are a gem. I am so glad. <laughs> ah, stop it. Uh, I, I don't, I mean, like, I had a, the, the, the pleasure of watching you work on a project of ours, and I immediately was like, you're amazing. And I've Thanks. seen your work in many aspects, and I just know that I'm a super fan. I think you're incredibly talented and great at what you do. Um, I didn't know you were so fucking kind and <laughs> givey. Um, it's kind of gross that you Did just kind of talk about it too much. I feel gross you, about it. You really kind of came in here and just sharded rainbows. It's just important, everywhere. and I know that it's you important to you too. I feel like we're we're like on the same page about it. So I, I I'm sorry. It, I didn't want to be like too martyry about it. I think it's it's phenomenal and delightful, and I am really I'm truly I feel privileged to a <laughs> to I'm serious to have spent this time and get get to know you, but Thank also you. to know that side of you because it had been very easy to not have that discussion and continue talking about superfluous industry shit but i love that there is a portion of you that cares so much to give back and yeah i liked i liked that our our hearts did a cheer we're gonna go to things remembered and we're gonna get a little <laughs> broken necklace and we may never combine the two halves we may never see each other again but we'll know that, we likely won't but we'll know that that necklace exists okay so should i thing. hang out after this to tell you about all my sexual preferences yeah, yeah well we have a form to fill out <laughs> it's a scantron and when you're done it's gonna look like a penis uh, where can people find you and find the series that you're involved in and follow you and stalk you and see your feet on Instagram? And what do you want them see to go to? See my feet on Instagram? Whatever! You said you pervert! The hammer and sickle toes! <laughs> um, my, my Instagram and my Twitter are both Mint Milana. And uh, the show that I'm on is called Other Space. It's a workplace comedy in space made by Paul Feig, who's the guy that made Bridesmaids and Freaks and Geeks and is now making Ghostbusters. And... Uh, that's on Yahoo screen. That's on Yahoo can screen. Look yeah. So if you go to yahoo.com slash other space. Thank you for having me. Oh, I guess. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go. I yeah. Just, no, you're welcome. I have a pupusa waiting for me in the car. I you, did you, you left some of it there? <laughs> a little post podcast pupusa. <laughs> Uh, thank you again a thousand thank yous my pleasure uh, thank you to everybody who watched and listened if you like this of course you can subscribe on the old twitch you can throw us a tip or you can back us at patreon.com slash the attack we also have a merch store you can check everything out over there uh, but that is it for us tonight kisses hugs and belly rubs good night everyone ciao ciao